0: the new home of football. We're already halfway down. Right. So, good morning from, um, well, it would be about Warwick, where
1: we are now. It's about 8.22. And um, we're off on our way to Bournemouth. Bournemouth on a lunchtime on a Saturday. So, obviously, uh, scheduled again for the football fan. But we've got a decent turnout uh, yet again. And considering that we were Norwich on Sunday and Chelsea on Wednesday... It's so all a bit of a, a, a déjà vu, really, to this. Uh, and there's some quite bad uh, static nerves, I think, with the amounts we've spent on the coach. Um, Bournemouth's got some memories for me in terms of uh, my first trip to Bournemouth was uh, back in the Cup in 1984, um, which I think we lost 2-0, but as I can't even remember what the scores were two weeks ago, I'm surprised I can remember that long ago. Uh, any other memories from you lads for uh, Bournemouth, particularly your first memories of Bournemouth? Um, I'm saying
2: I I did '84, but you wouldn't have been born, most of you. No, I wasn't born. Um, hopefully
1: uh, enjoying Mourinho's first game. Yeah. have uh, not
0: been there that much, have we? Uh, probably about the fourth, fifth time I think I've ever been there. Yeah. No, we haven't. We haven't been great deal. What about you, Neil? Uh, Rashford last minute went to last year. I think it was a peak. Um, it was last season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, the, Rashford's last-minute goal. And, and yeah, it's an enjoyable trip, an hard ticket because it's a small allocation, but it's obviously a long time on here, so, yeah, anything on a Saturday is welcome. Um, I wish to get a bigger ground, to so we could get, like, 3,000 there. It always seems a pain in the hard ticket, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I remember, I, say, I remember going 84, and I remember going in a cup a few years after that and I think we drew nil nil. one of the lads that drove us down there Halsey um, I remember couldn't get in and while, um, while we were in the game he went for a haircut in Bournemouth and then drove us back again <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't the best of trips for, for him there that one in
0: 84 that was Harry Redknapp yeah.
1: yeah the one in 84 we lost 2 nil. I went on there I think we had a football specials to that that day I'm talking about sometime after I don't know I'm sure it was nil nil. Yeah, and he was, and he had a haircut. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we're Bournemouth today, a bit of a sense of deja vu. One thing I was going to talk to you about, and um, I don't do social media very well, but I did. Um, Luca came in to me last night and went, there's some talk about being bought by the Saudis, and this was hitting social media last night. Now, obviously, I was like, oh, okay, checked you know, check news, and there was nothing to do with it. So, obviously, it's, it's all one of these internet rumours that start usually there's absolutely nothing in it and, and it's a story that seems to sort of raise its its head its ugly head, whichever way you want to look at it quite a lot, but I was just thinking what, what are your thoughts you know, as a group, as a co of every, you know every gamers what are your thoughts on on a takeover and, and if it was is it any different, does it matter who it is or is this completely something different
2: I don't think there's, don't think there's any chance that these lols current owners also, right now. I just can't see it. But I think there has been rumours that a lot of these faceless accounts on on Twitter are actually run by the Saudis. These faceless accounts, you know, Glazers out and all this. They're probably run from that side of the world. Oh, sorry.
3: sorry. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. It's, it's... The problem is obviously that every, everyone would love a takeover because everyone wants, rightly, wants the Glazers out. But the club's now got that big, and and the value of it is you're very much limiting who you can sell to. And I don't think there's anyone that would be like, oh yeah, we'd love the Saudis to take over. You want you want someone who's got a vested interest in, in both the history and the future of United, not not their own. And so it's it's a pretty bad situation because everyone wants to take over but when you look across there's very few viable options so I I, I agree with Woody I don't think there's any chance they'll sell in the next few years I think they'll, they'll see how this Amazon thing goes um, and see if there's one big last sort of streaming rights before they, they go. I think it's the start of the end of them. But just just explain the Amazon years. thing. Well, the disease like they're doing it, and they've got a couple of games where they're streaming each each fixture from that day, um, and that's where they reckon there might be sort of the next big deal where every game will essentially be streamed on, well, online or on whatever. So. If they join the party as well as Sky BT, you imagine the next CV deal's going to go even further up. So they'll hang around with that. I think they'll wait until they feel it's peaked. And once it's peaked, then they'll look to sell. But unfortunately, I don't think it has. It doesn't look like it. Bubble's bursting any time soon. So, yeah, I think, I think we'll have them for, for about another five or ten years, to be honest. The only way
2: these lot are going to start taking notice and maybe start to think about selling is when they're losing money. <laughs>
1: the thing is though but if you before I come to you Neil I read and it was um, one of the sisters one of the Glazer sisters seems to be a lot of them one of the Glazer sisters had sold her shares recently and one of the brothers had also transferred his B shareholding to an A shareholding which means that once it was secured now it's on the open market and an ability to sell there's definitely some movement of movement of shares from one thing to another so Knowing that also before there was rumours started about the Saudis, and quite strong rumours, before there was the murder of that journalist, the, the Khashoggi journalist, and obviously the Saudis got hammered for that sort of murder, mainly because, the, you know, the press protect, protecting their own. You know, um, now then, those rumours then died down and since then, the Saudis went quiet throughout the world about a lot of their operations. Knowing the British government's alarms to them anyway, and, and there's lots of other things going on. They're well backed by America as well, but they've had to do a bit of a PR job on themselves. It all went quiet. Certainly, the Saudi Prince has come out recently, hasn't he? Back in the news again, doing some, you know, um, allegedly good things uh, about, you know, and there's a lot of PR work gone into. We're great, we're moving, you know, we're allowing women to drive now, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, In terms of it isn't probably as far away from truth as they will look to expand. And we also know, so there could be something in the future, but as you say, is it about the Glazers picking a time to sell? Uh,
0: I think I didn't want the Glazers in from the start. I wouldn't want the Saudis in, though. I... um I hate the debt the Glazers brought. I only want United to be self-sustaining. I don't want an injection of billions. And my biggest problem with the Saudis I get the whole human rights record um, but then that's a long road you go down with, you know, the morals of any country's owners that have. you. I mean America wouldn't exactly be at the front. I well, think at the back would well exactly with though. them. But my 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 problem with the Saudis would be if you look what they've done with City City they're not even an independent club anymore they're just part of a portfolio where there's one in Melbourne and they're playing light blue there's one in um, New York and City just part of that they changed the name to the Etihad the Saudis make it all about them I mean if you look sports washing I think they call it and is it Tyson Fury he's over there with the MMA soon I think Amir Khan went out there and the whole story is about promoting Saudi rather than in that case boxing in United's case they'd be using it to promote the country and I'd rather stay independent of all that the, the only good thing about the Glazers is they're that disinterested and thick that they're in another country and they don't actually affect anything by the debt. you know the day-to-day running they're not interested enough to affect it but Old Trafford would be changed to the Etihad or whatever it will be within the first year Alright you could you, alright play, devil,
1: play devil's advocate just for a bit of uh, parity you've got I understand what you're saying about City. Yeah, City, City are part of a portfolio for that for that country. If we look at the Saudi involvement in, saying racing, and if we, we look at the Godolphin stable, which has been fantastic. Um, some people know better than me. But what I would appear to me to have been fantastic in terms of British horse racing, the Godolphin outfit hasn't tried to take over lots and lots of things. What it's done is it's run its own stables, it's run its own horses, it's had its own trainers. The amount of money that they've invested in excellence to get their horses and their you know, then the silks winning every week. In terms of if they came to if somebody came to Manchester United with that type of professionalism, and you put puts on the point there that yeah, the the glazes allow the day to day running elsewhere, they've allowed the day to day running elsewhere to such an extent that it's a shambles in terms of our. In terms of the, the social media content that's gone out from the players, it's alienated some of the fans. We said, I think, last year, we stopped liking our players. We always, we loved the club, but we stopped liking it. We stopped liking because of the things that was allowed to be done, because of the, the things that seemed to be so out of control, that they actually allowed this hugely successful professional company, if you like, that Manchester United was and running, into being a shambolic poorly, very poorly run company in terms of having a professional outfit come in, who might say look, we have got so much money let's redevelop Old Trafford let's actually, because there's a lot of, uh, the Glazers can't stay as they are, they can't stay as it is now, you know, this Love United hate Glazer, we never wanted this debt we never wanted United to fall into anyone else's ownership, it happened We've now got perhaps a stage whereby Old Trafford is going to be t- is tired and it's going to be very tired. It needs developing, and I think that the Glazers will know that it needs developing very quickly, particularly when there's pressure on us from Tottenham and Arsenal. You've
2: only got to look at the other end of the road, you? And how state-of-the-art they are now, how far in front they are on and off the pitch, how much money they've ploughed into the training development across the road and- Shambles,
3: really, you want to you want to look at mold You want to look at motives, and I think the reason why there is so much skepticism towards the Saudi, apart from the you know the, 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 the whole human rights thing, but I think the reason why there's so much skepticism from United fans is because of what's happened at City. You know, they've come in and yeah, like you say, you know, they've, they've built this training facility, they've spent billions on on the players and, and wages and transfer fees, but they completely stripped City of their identity. They've made them part of a franchise. Well, city never, never an no, an yeah, city know really had an I identity, they though, didn't didn't have did they? So which they've given it, them an identity. Which made it easier. But you look at, at what City are, what they stand for, and, you know, for me, no amount of trophies could justify United turning into one of them. So, so there's the whether it's the Saudis or anyone else it's like well what's your motive for buying them because if you're going to do that and you're going to then start opening up franchises elsewhere then, then we don't, you know, we just don't want to become a franchise at the I don't see that group. from Godolphin though but, well that's the thing if they're coming over and, and like I said they are investing a lot in sport they've got say Joshua's fighting over there they're doing a lot with the wrestling aren't they I think they, is it Formula 1 they want to take over there
2: the we'll horse long, racing. We'll so goals, yeah,
3: it? So they might well look at you know they might well say no we want to bring our expertise and build and if if we re- retained our identity and that I think I think that's the concern I think. That we have got a tradition and identity that I think we're very protective of. I think,
2: uh, I think it's a lot different United like, because we actually like, we actually like, we've got a history and an identity, so I don't think they'll, I don't think it's
1: damaged damage that too much. The, lightly, well, the brand, I mean, to put it in, I mean, terms that we don't like using as football this is, fans, but it is,
2: fo- is football now, it is
0: football now and it is, we are a brand, aren't we? To yeah. be fair, FSG have done all right with Liverpool, or right. like they seem to have. They took over the other two Americans. You had almost a classic case there of like one one bad and one good and they, they don't seem, you know, it's still called Anfield and they've extended the stadium and that they've got a certain way of doing it but they don't seem to impact much on the history and as long as, as, long as United is still a United we know.
1: United have got, we've, we've got the land, haven't we? We've got the land to build, yeah, yeah. To, build a, to build the ground next to Old Trafford, still call it Old Trafford yeah. and have the most wonderful stadium. The word,
2: the word football club now, how much did it disappear? In every with every single team, every yeah. single team used a football club and a badge. I don't think there's one team
1: that's got it now anymore. It's not. You're not. It's a business now. But it, but it has to, to have survived in the capitalist money market that it now worldwide is with it with the MLS, with like you say PSG, with Real Madrid, and Barcelona. Now they're owned differently. But to compete in that environment of players, Neymar's wages, Neymar's or whatever. Had there not had to be some development I don't
2: think anyone in here likes it The way it's going no. But you've got to keep up You stand still You're going to get left behind And we've stood still As well, a football club you, you've, got to make, you've got to make money Asci- Aside from uh, the playing side well, You could probably go for the playing side of things as well But as far as a football club and a stadium uh, we've, we've stood still And we're getting I think when the Glazers took over The closest team to us In attendance was Newcastle now you've got Tottenham, City, Everton are
1: getting a new ground, Liverpool have stuck a new stand on. It's just fucking, we get, we get we're falling further and further behind the curve. We, ha- we have got a vegan pie though at Old Trafford, you can't say it's all bad. <laughs> that that vegan, bolted little pie with the cauliflower pie is lovely, you know. That's but, not the only way we're in front of it, isn't it? <laughs> in the pie state. We're leading it in the, pa- in the one pie state. You're right though, but in terms of then, we're going to build right. Gonna build a new stadium. Someone says, right, okay, this is a stadium, we need to go forward. We've stagnated, and we definitely stagnated. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. The Glazers haven't got the stomach for that. I don't think the Glazers have got the stomach to put that much money in. And as you say, whether we like it or not, they're clearly successful business people in some way. Yeah. Now they're not going to let or are they, it go to rot. <laughs> this might actually be the time to say. We're not going to do this next step. Don't need to next step. But me, we can just take four billion quid. From the business
2: side of things, it's impeccable. If you look at it from a purely yeah. business point of view, it, it's fucking well, money to bring it, yeah. in. I think did, even tyres are sponsored on did place
3: cars. They're not going to spend, though, are they? I mean, if, if, same for anyone. If you, if you were selling your house, you're not going to put a new bathroom in, are you? So, you know, it's one of them, oh, I'll have a new bathroom, but that means I'm going to stay for you. So they ain't going to do anything for us. And perhaps the fact that they're not looking at expanding or re- re- renovating Old Trafford means that it is in the back of their mind to so certainly set a date that maybe within the next two, three, four years they'll look at selling but there's so many of them, isn't there? I it so it's, I, I'm, what is it, five or six? So
2: you've got to get all five or six to sell if a couple of them want to stay. I think it have got a monumental yeah. bid. Yeah, you know, they'd have to look at it, wouldn't they? If someone goes in and whacks a four billion pound bid, in, you've, got I, look, you've got to look at it, not so I always, it's, it's,
3: it's, I always thought, that's Lim I always thought, like the the class night two with Peter Lim's money would go in I, I don't think he's, Salford, he's got that much but yeah I don't know his level yeah, of wealth but yeah. I thought Salford was almost a bit of a dry run for them
0: there isn't many, many United's out of reach for probably 98% of yeah. companies in the world because it's just the time that he was ever going to get any fan input would have been Back in uh, back, back when we were a PLC, that, that's long gone now, unfortunately, to have any stake in it.
1: So, moving uh, anyway, moving away from that and back to the football today, we've um got three good wins on the trot, things are looking a lot brighter. Uh, we hope for a continuation today,
0: yeah. It's a massive one today, isn't it? Because I think we um. I've said from the start, like I'm well on board with this this thing that that's happening with Ali, and um, and then but it gets harder and harder to defend it when you go from like scoring four at Chelsea on the first day, and then you nearly get into November and, and still only getting one goal a game. But I think the last couple of games, he's shown like where he wants to be. I think we've, we've lost seven players who represented everything people forget what a year ago, said. They said walking around the pitch we had players like Sanchez coming in and doing nothing I think it's great news Pogba's injured at the moment and it'll be good news if he stays out till April to me, long enough to sell him and I think we've got players who are at least committed to the cause, I mean Fred, he can't control the ball at times and stuff like that but he's running about, I think Matt Tomini with Pogba out of the team, he's looking an absolute inspiration, I think potentially it's a run of farms so which always difficult to judge but he looks like a captain at the moment and I think this is a lot more likeable team than it was a year ago or even six months ago and I think Holly it's the early stages he's not even been there a year yet and the work he's done so far is great the results haven't been there and it gets harder and harder when they're not but now the results are coming along the speed we moved the ball at Chelsea as well, I think uh, everything's going in the right direction. So, you know, the same again today, another win. All that stuff about well, we haven't won away all year. Well, four in what nine or ten days, you, you, you start to get the results with the perform- and the performances. It all looks a lot different. Well,
1: this was supposed to be the, the relegation six-pointer, but actually today it's our title push.
3: I couldn't believe it. time <laughs> we went into
1: what, seventh was it? From <laughs> 14. I know, from 14 to 7.
3: Yeah. All right, so score
1: predictions then for today, please. Uh. Start with you then, Matty? Uh,
3: yeah, I'll go 2-1. It's Se- seen enough we, for a bit of optimism. It's, it'll be tough. It'll be a good game, I think. They always start well, but yeah, I'll go 2-1 United. You know. All right, would it? Uh, they haven't scored a goal in the whole of October yeah. in the Premier League, so I'm going to go for 2-0. T- to them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I'm
2: going to go for 2-0. Great. Vinny? 1-0 no, United. 3-1 mm. United. Yeah, I'll do it
0: double prediction of 2-0 United and uh, Crowler in the sixth round I am not sure how one. much that will be no,
1: like, so very, very confident we're going to win I did notice I think it was, at, um, was it at Norwich the bookies offered a United 3-0 win with Rashford scoring at 7-1 or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they
4: don't,
1: you don't get good odds do you inside the ground no. but certainly it was probably nearer to that this week than it was last week right thanks lads we'll see what happens after the game Right, well, we're just leaving the Vitality Stadium in Bournemouth after um, what can only be described as a disappointing afternoon. And talk to us. And um, what... We've been shouted abuse at by a Bournemouth fan. Anyway, um, every right to gloat over that performance Manchester United, after three good away wins, have come down here and performed, probably shockingly uh, badly at best, but uh, incompetently. Uh, without saying really for most of the game we weren't up for that game in, in any way shape or form I think there's um, a lot wrong here uh, today attitude being one of it first 15 minutes United did okay we're on top dragged down to their level and then for the rest of the game we're just shocking last 10 minutes tried to put in a bit of a uh, a bit of a shift but for the most of it no one was interested it's very windy it's if you might be able to hear it it's it's huge. It's wet. It's cold. It's rained constantly. It's been a miserable day. A long journey. But the thing is, you know, he didn't want to be out there today, and uh, and that's very sad. Luca Black, what are we short of?
5: Uh, we're short of a centre forward. We need someone better than Martial. He doesn't score goals. He doesn't look like he wants to run for the ball all the time. Is there a danger then that we
1: are we missing Lukaku?
5: Maybe. I mean, he had a poor touch and he, he wasn't the best player. Not many people liked him, but at the end of the day, we need someone that will score goals for us. And he did get a few. He, he, he did.
1: Although, like you say, he had a very poor touch. Luke was saying that we needed a centre forward.
4: Was there anything else? What else was missing? In? Do you agree there? Decent manager. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think the art's are a bit of I think there's a lot of times where players 50-50 are just completely shit out of the tackle. I think Lingard did one. Williams did one. They Bar- were Sheldon both substitutes, and actually we were better when those substitutes came on. But the rest of the apathy for the rest of them? I just thought they were poor. I thought the only player who played well, and it mixed reviews, but I thought Fred had a great game. Other than him, I don't think anyone really had anything. I don't know how much Tom and I on the pitch. He must have given the ball away 25 times, 30 times in the game. I mean, the thing was, I, th- I think what I can
1: see what you're saying with Fred because actually Fred wanted the ball, tried everything he can. lacks
4: that He lacks that quality. He lacks that world-class quality. He lacks that you know, top quality, doesn't he? His passing can be a bit wayward, but he's at least he's always he's always there. He's always actually in the middle of the pitch ready to get the ball. He wins it back a lot. Miles more than any of the player we have. I don't mind like for to be fair, but actually they just lack like that. They don't have great chances do they, other than Greenwood's chance at the end, did he really have Where you think he should have that? There's a couple of states from the keeper we never followed up on. A bit not chances though no, are they? No, no, they're not, you're right. They are hitting open some 30 yards. I
5: mean is it, is,
1: is it too cliche to say that they just United you know, just didn't
4: fancy it in this weather. I said that to Matty before, as I said, we could have guessed what the what score was gonna be, when he turned up and saw it was raining. <laughs> I don't think anyone expected, expected us to win when we got here.
1: No, I think uh, you know, I, I think you're right, but I think after the first 10-15 minutes, we weren't in it, even in it. I mean, they weren't very. They're not a good side. they're not scored for a whole month. Last month, they're always going to score against us today. But he, but he, but, he, but he did what How did there was um, he let our back four off the ball and try and play. And it worked, didn't it? Because they've got, there's no quality in the terms of distribution, is there? No, I, just, I don't think
4: that, I don't think that a quality of size might have been two years ago. But really in know it a bit of a beating. Them. But like Matty said again before, we're not a very really good side. So if you go, to ways, go away at Norwich and win, and you win three away games run, the of the run, the likelihood is at some point you're going to turn up to a team that's probably not that much worse than you, and you're going to get beat. Yeah. Right, cheers
0: on and off the Are we up and running today? (laughs) Are we up and running? We're up and running. Well, Well, where where do you start? We, um, you know, Paul not it? I'd say second half, not wanting for effort, but we're just not good enough. I'd certainly start starting Brandon Williams. I'd ban Fred from shooting. Um... But I think, think Woody said two steps forward, one step back, and I think that's probably where we're at. We're going in the right direction, but we need a centre forward, don't we? What were we just talking about? That? Yeah, um, obviously it was grim.
1: But I mean, looking out, I mean, we're not really moving in traffic as we're leaving. I don't know, you know, what kind of weather out there? Um, you're right when you said it was grim off the pitch as well as on the pitch. it was a poor, poor away in that for us yeah, one today. Oh yeah, rare poor away.
0: Rarely see it that bad. But I'm also to give me some of the tickets too. But but um, it, it was a, it was an awful day to play football to be fair. I mean you could see the rain, the wind, everything. It was a Nightmare day to play football. But yeah, ultimately like right, the passing wasn't good enough. Um, as I say, Fred just can't shoot, can he? he shouldn't be allowed to shoot. I thought Rashford was brilliant in the second half, but... I don't think we fought for effort a year ago. I accused so many of our players, Sanchez, Pogba, for all of them, for lacking effort. I don't think that's the case at all. I think we kept trying today, but the, the quality's not there. City
3: probably would have scored three or four today. It's just... Do you think I didn't think some of the players wanted to be there? I just I think, I think it was a game too far. And the problem is, like, you know, there's a lot of average players in there and there's no... You know, Freddie's had a couple of good games, but... If he plays well a couple of times he's gonna have a bad game, same with Martial. Um it's just from me it just exposed the squad for me today. I mean You look at the front three, you've only got one out-and-out striker in Marshall in the squad. You've only got two wingers in James and Rashford, so they have to play every game. You've only got two central midfielders who are fit. So it's just, you know, when you you play, what, four games in nine days all the way from home, all huge travelling, and you don't really rotate your attacking players because you've not got the ability to rotate because you don't have the squad eventually you're going to get caught and it's, I think we said it didn't I? I said just before their goal I'd take a draw because you could see how it was going you could see where we had a goal in there's so many players that don't ever score like Pereira Lingard yeah. never yeah. scored
0: never assist. so you know, if Rashford doesn't score or Dan James doesn't score there's
3: very little coming elsewhere it? I thought. think I thought Pereira said that. I think Pereira uh, is uh, one of the worst players that I've ever seen play for the club he's just every part out of his game, whether it's his passing, his crossing, his, his dead balls, his I'm shooting, he's just so so lacking in quality. But it's, you know, there's no one to play there because Lingard is rubbish, and that, that was that's the one thing I've been critical with Molly, I find when you want 25 minutes to go, you need to make a sub to score a goal. You bring on a player that, that hasn't scored in a year, that never scores. What what's, what's the point? And it took then the option of going 4-4-2 four, four, away. We're bringing uh, Greenwood on. I felt he left him and Brandon Williams too late as well. But I think we're going to have plenty of these results. Let's try and get a couple of wins before Christmas to stay away and see if he can get some numbers in in January. But this is going to be, this. you know, we, we spoke about it. Ollie's got great intentions and I think a good plan. But there's going to be so much short term pain and just another day today. Innit? The
5: biggest thing is we need a big daft centre forward. Maybe not, not just to score goals, to change the way we play, because last ten minutes, they knew exactly what we were going to do. Get it wide, get it over, there's nobody there. So we need a big daft centre no forward.
3: We've got no-one who likes to really play on the shoulder who's getting behind. They ended up pushing up, relatively comfortable, knowing that the only way we wanted to score was trying the little ones who's in and around the box.
5: When we had Fellaini, I know a lot of people didn't like Fellaini, but the last 15, 20 minutes he could come on and change the way we played and, and nine times out of ten it worked for us I
3: think that, that's the thing like it's having an option to change and we haven't got so, that so we've not I mean we've here we that man Dukic I suppose will give us that sort of thing, I think a physical that presence you will know, a well there I but we, we definitely need a stronger a strong centre forward
5: we need a big daft one that's going to put his head in where we, it hurts we,
3: we, we, just, we just say now we we need it because we have got nobody who can pick a path out so everyone goes on about the centre forward, which obviously we do, but there's nothing. There's no creativity coming from midfield. There's no whether it's Mata, Lingard, Pereira, whoever plays in that position, because we could have easily, and that's the difference between us and, and the, the better side. We could have easily been two up after 10, 15 minutes today. We've got, we've put a couple of balls in. Pereira should have scored. Fred should, and we didn't even hit the target with either. And it's just that, where on the rare occasion we did at Norwich the chances early. it's it's again a game that could have been over after 10-15 minutes end up being being a slog and and another defeat but
0: ultimately we are we're an inconsistent team so if a couple of wins come along it probably will be a defeat or a draw later on you know I still maintain we're better we're better miles better than we were a year ago and it, I did, I honestly thought the effort was there today, it wasn't easy, you could tell, you see the ball flying about everywhere and we're struggling to control it, but... Ultimately, yeah, we're probably, for an inconsistent team, it will just mean periods of winning and, and then followed by a defeat. Straight
3: and then, you know, not long after that. squad, though, with the numbers that are in that squad, if, if we get through to the Europa League and we're probably going to make the semi-final of the League Cup, that's going to be facing relegation. With, with that picture list and, and, and the the, amount, the numbers in the squad, that's going to be battling relegation. That's
1: the sure. You can see
3: the second half of the season has been really, really difficult. So they've, they've got her act in January, but... United, you can't trust them too, to, them can around you? Around so we need the Saudis to take over us.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> <they're> decided we're not bothered about the money. Yeah. So the value base has now gone out of the window. <laughs> we you the yeah. You, yeah. Take it. We can take a leave those human rights in a moment, can't we? When United play badly, it doesn't mean to say what we're going to do next. If you so. You, yeah. what, what well, We're not going to attract many top quality players in January, are we? Because the best in the world playing Champions League, and the best in the world is probably not wanting to come to an average Manchester United side. So, do you go short term and cover, you know, and paper over the cracks? And if you're doing that who would you buy who would be available to play that centre? because we let Lukaku Le go we just spoke about him a little bit earlier yeah but like I said we needed a centre half
5: that's going to put uh, centre forward that's going to put his head in there Lukaku wouldn't do let's have it right to get the money back that we did for Lukaku was the right thing to do yeah, because he was yeah. Yeah. he was awful absolutely
3: yeah. I, I don't I don't regret the Lukaku thing I think he was 100% right and I still think that now I think yeah there's, there's probably going to be some short term signings like a, possibly that man Jukic from might give us a couple of years give us a different option and people like a, like a Dan James we've got possibly yeah, depending on his fitness because he looks... <laughs> bit... God, I'd have a Ranch, but he, he looks a little... You know, he,
5: he'd bring the kids on an immense, would <laughs> <and>, you know, <laughs> That's a rumour. <laughs> we don't want to start. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, yeah, I think...
1: Perfectly good call. We need somebody. We need a talisman. Do you not think today we've lauded rightly so Scott McTominay of late yeah. he didn't show it, he didn't show up today no, no, yeah no, no. he didn't affect anything about the play there's a lot of players some players tried out there no one tried harder than Fred or Fridge or whatever everyone to pronounce his name But McTominay just couldn't affect anything today. You need sometimes some kind of player who has got some quality, but who can affect and do something different. We haven't got that. In looking on that team today... We maybe also bought Maguire to do that role. Are we disappointed?
3: Yeah, we. You know, we spoke about McGuire. You know, li- yeah, a little bit underwhelmed. I thought he started very well, but a little bit underwhelmed with how he's been in the last um, yeah last four to six weeks, and he's
0: he's not quite the dominant. I
3: think he'll get there. I think he's not entirely comfortable with Lindelof, who I'm not a huge fan of. But, yeah, li- I don't think he had a bad start, but a little bit underwhelmed with. Like bringing the ball, you're not really seeing him bring the ball out the back. Are you? You he's not dominant in, in the air in their area. But with
5: Linderoff being there, because I'm not, I'm not being funny. He's always a mistake in Linderoff. Always. You can see it when he gets the ball, even at his feet. He he doesn't know what to do with it. I don't
3: think. And I think maguire has got a cover him. But but then
5: again, I think yeah, I think Maguire's brought a bit of stability at the back to us, which I don't think last season we.
3: Had. Yeah, yeah I, don't bad, I don't think he's had a bad think He's done all right. He's just, the last few games, he's not been at his, at his best. But that, that'll come out, I, I agree, I, I've not got real much. The midfield and the forward line, yeah. right, for me, is a huge, huge concern. We're looking for a captain
1: now on the pitch, aren't we? Mag- Maguire, you'd want to be step up and be your captain. Um, I'm not seeing that from him yet. And I'm certainly not seeing a, a return in terms of who's putting the head in there. ...in the last five minutes to score that, you know, to score uh, an equaliser...
0: Well, that was one thing we did notice, like on that that way you said about Lingard, nothing. when the ball goes out like what? Like, on it goes out wide. It should be flood in the box, and there's generally like, one person there, and you look back, and, and people are stood about, and there's just not that that like urge to uh, you know throw everything forward and, and, and look predictable. Come out to Ashley Young, and a goal is such hard work. That's the other thing. We seem to have to battle and battle and battle to get one goal, you know, and the better teams, they to say, well, of course, Liverpool and City's generally referring to, they score effortlessly. Even Tappenham, they're struggling this year, Tappenham, but they've got Son and Kane who can just score effortlessly. Well,
5: that's, going back to Maguire, you know, not putting his head in, scoring off a corner, he's like, easier to mark because he's the only one that's got the height and the power... On the head, it's going back to exactly what I was saying about a big daft centre-forward. Instead of having just Maguire in the box, you'd have somebody else to mark who can make moves, who can draw defenders away, and that's what we've not got at the moment. As much as Martial and Rashford, you know, put the ball in front of them and, you know, ball on the floor, they can score your goals, we've got nobody in the air. Nobody that's good, good enough in the air Apart from Maguire And he's easy to mark. You put two, two big centre-halves on him
1: He's out, he's out, of, out of it uh, What happened, I mean we all, we all saw their goal But I'm not sure any of us can actually explain Or describe what happened One minute, there's, there's a miss Something's missed ball's bouncing He clips it over someone's head and he's back out... I mean, how are we allowing that to happen somewhere between, you know,
3: outside the six-yard box? It's unbelievable how it, it, it he... Ball, the ball's kind to come back and then we've allowed it to bounce in the area and then, like you say, to flick it over his head. I mean, it's a great goal, but it, 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 looks, it looks... It looks really poor defending, but... Again, like you say, it's, it's ultimately, we've, we have only conceded one goal, right? yeah. but we're still not able, if we have conceded a stupid goal on our side, to turn it around and, and, and say, right, we have had a bit of a fuck-up, but forward line, we'll get you out of it and, and score. Even Norwich last week, like, we created what six or seven easy chances on top of the two penalties we missed and yet still missed an unbelievable
4: amount so
3: it's I think it still goes back to the fact that if you need
0: you know we've made three signings and and that is Bar said it but you talk about Lukaku I don't know anybody who thinks I wish we'd have kept Lukaku we probably would be higher up the table and, and have a few more goals if we'd have kept him but for the longer term it's the right decision to get rid of him It was the same with Sanchez. We could have kept him for the sake of it. You know, Oli might have thought, you know what, I'd rather have him than not have him, but the the longer-term thing, it was the right thing to get rid of him. But as long as you then go and have a a transfer window as good as this one's been, um, although Bissaka sort of seems to be averaging out a little bit, but in general, the three signings, Dan James have been very good. Surprised to take him off today, surely, unless he had a little bit of a knock
1: because he's, he's the only player who looks like he's got a spark inside him and something different, isn't he, at the
3: moment? he kind of put himself in that situation with the bizarre Lingard sub because you know you're going to throw Greenwood on and what he could have done he's kept James if he was the one like you say he was the only one really that was looking like he was going to get down the line and put some it in. and he could have put Greenwood and gone 4-4-2 once he'd done that and brought Lingard on he kind of lost that opportunity so I didn't yeah I thought he made a mistake with the first one which then meant that we kind of then made another one by bringing James off, but yeah, if it, you know, it would have made a difference. I don't know. But at the end of the day, we went into this season three, with the players, with the squad we had, the players he let go. Three was nowhere near enough. We went in four or five players light, and we're getting, uh, we're getting what we deserve from that.
1: In terms of, yeah, three or four players light, you mentioned um, Sanchez, right? We know Pereira couldn't play on the wing and we also know that Pereira isn't looking like um, what they call a number 10 now on inside yeah. forward um, surely Sanchez if you know fit surely Sanchez would have fitted there and if not is Matta not a better option than Pereira and Lingard or you think Ollie's just going, no, I don't want older players in there?
0: I think there's an element with, with Matt. I think Vinny's just hit his head again on those TVs. <laughs> yeah. That must be eight times, the all the way through the rugby. <laughs> How's he managing it every time? <laughs> the TV's gone further and further back, have you <laughs> noticed?
5: his it? challenge away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: well, I, I think with Sanchez, he was in the dressing room, I think. That whole signing was a disaster from the money he was on to the attitude he brought, and there was a couple of things I heard I read in the United we stand that you know he was just a problem. So I think overall. You know, whether he could have played there or not. You might not have a point about matter but game seems to pass matter by uh, now as well. Yeah, I think Matter's been And he's about forty
1: seven as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I think yeah, look, I, I think Sanchez is nice bloke, <laughs> Sanchez is yeah. one of them where I think it's why Olive does deserve time because it could've he could have really made a sort of almost selfish decision and said, No, I'm I'm not gonna get a replacement so I do want to keep Sanchez because I might be able to use him but he knew that he needed to go, he knew that United needed to move on to Sanchez, so he made that decision of saying... Right, like get rid of him, and, and we'll take that short term so pay for the long term good. And that's why I think we need to be patient with him because he's made them decisions that Mourinho wanted them that are for the long term good of the club. And it's the first time as manager without Tinsberger that's made them long term decisions. And by getting Sanchez out, and I that next year. But I think that was one
0: of them. The other thing is, as well, like, you know, everybody screams the one young players in the team, but then if it goes inconsistent or if we got so for example, like everybody wants rid of Ashley Young how oh, we've got a thirty four year old left back then if we sign a left back, twenty eight year old left back for sixty million, does he not then get in, in the way of Brandon Williams, which is the very youth player that everybody's screaming out for in the first place? Now I think the way Brandon Williams being an example he's looking great, he might be the ne- next last back, so I think it's brave management not to go out and spend <laughs> the fortune to replace Luke Shaw, yeah Can you
1: imagine what size Luke Shaw is at the moment? it <laughs> 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 <At>
0: you <the moment? laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> be huge <Hey? laughs> like. Vinny Vinny will look like Twiggy compared to him <laughs> <of course>. Luke <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we have certainly got options in the youth to bring forward and to make sure that we see enough of them to know whether or not they are going to be able to compete in the Premier.
5: Williams.
1: Yeah. When Williams certainly at the moment looks like he's got a chance.
5: Yeah. Certainly just...
1: And I think that's I think that's it isn't it. The match going fan at the moment in terms of are away in today call, you know. Players walked over, there wasn't you know much of um, support for him, but Ollie came over and it was all up shouting yeah. for for Ollie. Yeah. yeah, there's a naivety around Ollie that we're forgiving because he's got to learn. But there was also the fact that Eddie Howe out thought us from the first twenty minutes onwards, didn't he? In the way he let that back four play the ball, he let certain players have the ball, and it was almost like obvious to us watching how come our coaching staff haven't seen what exactly they were doing. Apart from the last 10 minutes when we had all the ball and we actually looked like creating chances, even though they weren't clear-cut, they let us play, the play with the ball, knowing that we couldn't create anything. If we can see that why couldn't our coaching staff see it and he felt that earlier what
3: what happened there have we got the players too yeah, no, I, I think that's just purely thing. down to the quality of the squad because there is no like you know there's no big clamour that Lingard should be starting every game or we should be playing this way certain players, you know a bit like Arsenal at the minute have got this where all their fans want Ozil in and, and play the, in that position we don't really have that I think there's there's no one I see out of the team that you think yeah he'll come in and make it difference or we should be playing him there and that'll make a difference. I just don't think we've got a very good plays in the squad. I bring on Greenwood earlier in matches. I think if you're going to give him, you know, he scored a few
0: goals already and I think, you like, say, we need goals. I think we've, we've got to start bringing him on earlier and, um, and I think he would. He would pick up goals. certainly easier than Lingard would, but yeah, I don't Ollie does, doesn't do a lot different than I do I just I think That's he's got to work with good. what he's got to work with yeah. and you know it looks like yeah. we're getting there and then it's one step back but we are an inconsistent team at the moment and, yeah. and next overall I think
3: we've had a decent I think we all come out was so it Newcastle and, yeah. and we were coming out of the Some ground and I, I said to me I was off. You know, we've got Liverpool next week and then we've got four away, away games on the bounce and there it looked we thought we were going to be in the relegation so we, we you know, were looking up to beat ball, Liverpool, putting a good, good performance. And I say Oli, like what Tim we're saying Tim about there has times when he's looked then a little flat tactically. I thought he, he had, had a good game there. Own. And, and then we've won three games on the bounce. So yeah, he's
2: right
3: right a bit of a top step top back ball. today. But overall, past three weeks, we've got to put as a bit of a
1: positive.
3: I think we, you know, we might as well finish
1: this on a positive. Then we've got a game on Thursday. Yeah is it partisan? it is Britain, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. partisan. we should win that no yeah. matter what side we put out given given what they us. were which yeah. qualifies yeah. us yeah. Um, not Wouldn't to take for granted but we got Colch- so Colchester. So Colchester yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, won't be an easy game Sheffield United away um, what else we got, Brighton, we've got Brighton, Brighton before the international break next Sunday, yeah. Sunday at Old Trafford yeah we've got no. Brighton Sunday. Got next Sunday we got
0: City coming up at Old Trafford as well it is a lot First
1: yeah. but, um, so going into going into December, Watford away, Christmas, and we're looking forward to that. You know, we're not going to be in as bad a position, perhaps, as we thought we were we were going to be. And of course, um, uh, we call the club a lot and stuff, but then, what, what they've done for us all with Astana. Astana, Astana and putting on a free play, you know, it yeah, deserves the fact that actually God, that they are starting the to appreciate we us, perhaps. this. Perhaps we've got a singing section, you know, quite singing section, atmosphere Liverpool section, whatever. But allowing a group of lads and the you know to all start, obviously standing together, but but getting together and you know being able to be at the match together
0: three pound pints and stuff like that all yeah. it's it's just
1: about listening isn't it it's
0: starting you're starting to feel that actually we are, we are
1: getting a little bit of the club back in terms of us on the you know been support, appreciating a bit of the support they've had and hopefully you know that, that will continue because that's been really important hasn't it Oh, it's a hell of a spin
3: off like Belgrade at home you'd be like uh, yeah, that's yeah you know it's going to be a nutritional uh, night at uh, Old Trafford on the pitch it probably will be but like you say, he's building a culture now um, with this section in the Stratford End that I thought was, was long gone and... You know, where you see seeing 34 50, right, as you make lads that generally yeah, you've you only ever seen away from home. And now you have seen the them every week at top Old Trafford. So, so it, it, it does put a much, much better spin on probably what we should have been feeling at Old Trafford. CRA have worked silvesty for that. We've got to thank them for that. Because what
2: we've
1: said for years, they've devoted the last couple of years of their lives to getting, and the club have listened put it on and as you say we're actually looking forward to Thursday because we'll we'll all be together you know 50, 200 or whatever and we don't know how many we've got just for for the our
0: lot, is 50, I think there's 50
1: of I think our, 50 our 50, lot, 50, isn't there? Yeah. And then, and then 20, what 20, what 000, 20, two and a half thousand, 20, thousand 20, w- uh, the, of, a the, of a section. They're enjoying just being together and yeah. creating an atmosphere. And the club listing and then and putting in a flight and a free flight on yeah. to Astana. Yeah. You know, it, in terms of that and the culture that Ali's creating on the pitch of those youth and playing together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just probably need we probably just need the Saudis to go back to it, buy us a spine of a team, or anybody or any multi-billion. And, uh, anyway, it's nice to end this on a positive. So we're head home now from Bournemouth, knowing that we've disappointed and so uh, for longer away games. But you know what? It's um, if we only could, we could drink on a coach, we could salute. <laughs> it's a late night, but of course, all coaches to, to football are non-drinking. Uh, right. Well, thanks for that. And um, we have got the boxing to get back to. And we got the boxing to get to, back to tonight. So quick mention to Hank uh, Crawler. And everything he's done, you know, with a foot for Manchester, for boxing in Manchester, raised profile for a lot of young lads who will now come through here, who, who he will have a lot of time. And I imagine he's staying in boxing. He will, you know, in some way, he'll promote Manchester boxing. Um, it's been fantastic, hasn't it, following him?
0: Yeah, he's brilliant. He's great, lad. And he's, um, yeah, he's won his two world titles and everything. And um, I mean, as you know, everybody off here has like been through his fights and that. So um, it's a shame it's the last night, but you can't blame him. He's done everything he's dreamed. I've had a proper United fan as well. Like. Yeah, yes, yeah.
2: it is. He's, um, its it has been, you know, it's been a pleasure
1: watching his career, hasn't it? Considering where he, he's been, and to show that fight that he did to get back and to become world champion. So uh, after what happened to him, so um, best wishes to him. Um, in the future for everything he does, and we look forward to seeing him on here again <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay.
1: That's over and out from United. We stand.
2: Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.